Hello, lovely holograms. Howdy, howdy. I'm Carrie, and I'm a recovering third-dimensional human. Thanks for hanging out with me here in my little corner of the intronets. I have no idea what I'll be talking about, but most likely something related to awakening, ascending, and living life on planet Earth. I work without a script. I might have some bullet points, but I usually fly by the seat of my pants. Come hang out with me. Let's go have some fun. Hello, everyone. How's things? I hope you're doing well and you're healing well. On the heels of my physical symptoms episode, I had some thoughts in regards to, well, the throat area, and I kind of wanted to do a little um, episode on the throat chakra and thyroid health and wellness, I guess. This affected me personally, and I thought maybe I could uh, share, share a little bit of information in regards to that. I was a hypothyroid gal for many, many, many years, and I kind of, uh, you know, I can relate and I can understand this hypothyroid epidemic, if you will, that has plagued the planet as of late. Thyroid health can go up or down. It can be hyperactive or it can be not active at all. The health and wellness overall encompassing energetic vibrations coming from your throat is the throat chakra, the communication center. And it kind of is the, I like to picture it as the area, the energetic area that blends, you know, I mean, all your chakras are blending, right? But it's kind of like the bridge from heart to crown. It's, it's, it's the bridging energy area from thoughts, desires, and concepts from your own heart through the incoming God source, pure source, love, light, concepts, thought forms, and your higher self, your multidimensional self. These need to be, well, they need to be communicated, right? So when everything merges, I guess is a way to say that, it needs to be expressed. And for you to bring it in, 
through your physical vessel and then express it out to the world, whatever this is for you, because, right, it's working with and through your heart space. So whatever it is you desire that you are passionate about, that you want to create, co-create, um, you know, all this wonderful, fun stuff, right? Whatever it is for you, you're going to express through your throat chakra along with your heart, right? So having this blocked, if you will, you know, that's like uh, the dimmer switch. So many, many, many people have their dimmer switch way, way down, right? (laughs) Speaking your truth. It's all about speaking your truth and being your authentic self. And when you are denied this, you're going to have, you're going to have some throat issues, some thyroid issues. I was raised in a dynamic of, we don't talk about that. There was a ton of things we were not allowed to talk about. You know, I, I, my parents came from the generation before where you kept it to yourself. We don't talk about this stuff. We do not share feelings. Oh my God, please do not share a feeling with me. Uh, So when you grow up around that and you are, your ideas, thoughts, and concepts are continually poo-pooed upon because they don't align or are incongruent with whatever your parental's ideas are, right? Because I'm speaking as a child. This is when a lot of stuff is all being shut down, closed off, right? When you're a child. So here comes all that lovely inner child work, everybody. Heal, 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 heal. It's going to start, you know, manifesting somewhere. And for me personally, it was my throat, my thyroid, throat chakra, the communication center, speaking my truth, being my true authentic self, and just having the freedom to be and do, you know, what, 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 was, what was in my heart. So if you're feeling the same things, you know, that you were probably stifled as a child or even as an adult, this just, this goes on and on, right? Because if you don't, if you're not aware and you don't know, and you don't stop the cycle, it's just going to continue on. You might not be noticing it as much because the more um, unaware or, you know, just you just blocking things out. Yeah, it's it's all a lovely little mess we're putting ourselves in. And one of the areas it was expressing itself was through my hypothyroidism. And I, I think for me, this was one of a, of a very personal, it was so, I don't want to say traumatizing, that's just a little bit too aggressive of a word, but it, 
shook me so hard to wake me up to the fact that um, because of the trickle-down effect that the thyroid has throughout your entire body, okay, it it's regulating uh, or it wants to be regulating all kinds of things, right? And mostly the fact that your hormones are now out of whack. Um, anyway, for me, this affected me above all any and all other health issues I might have been having, this is the one that woke me up to the fact that I am in control of my own health here, okay? Because nobody else is going to do it for me. Nobody else is watching out for my health. This is the one that affected me so much that I dove in like, hardcore, feet first, let's get to the bottom of this. I got to find out everything. I got to know everything. I got to know the why, the when, the where, the what. I mean, I was, talk about getting passionate about something, right? (laughs) I got real passionate about my thyroid. It was affecting everything. I mean, there was many times that was leading up to my awareness of the thyroid health, I thought I was dying. I mean, I was just like, oh, I'm dying. Well, I kind of was, but um, when your thyroid is like turned off and it's not doing its job that it needs to be doing for your overall health, yeah, you're going to feel like you're constantly dying and you are doing all kinds of wrong to bring the life back into it, two to three pots of coffee, pots of coffee was my daily norm. Okay, now, hello, if that's not a red flag, I don't know what the hell. Yeah, so if you're you're just pumping the coffee because uh, you need a lifeline, throw me a line. Yes, Java was my friend, but it wasn't really my friend. Keep your, keep your, uh, what is that? Keep your friends close, your enemies closer. <laughs> I don't know. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, coffee. Anyway, there was a few other little red flags when you're hypo. You, well, (laughs) the lovely sleep, right? So sleep becomes an issue. Fatigue, like chronic fatigue. So there's sleep and fatigue. That's part of the, um, I was noticing the tired and wired way back in the day. And there's also, you know, you've got the constipation issues and you've got, Uh, You're cold. I was cold all the time. Now, I still have issues with being cold, and I think it's just because I'm a warm climate kind of gal, but it was really, really noticeable, like frozen feet. My feet were always blocks of ice. Fingers were always cold, you know, so the extremities, right? The hair, your hair falls out, sometimes in clumps. There's things going on just all across the board. 
right? Brain fog. The brain fog was so bad that I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember hours before. Which this causes like anger and upset and frustration and brings on depression and because you're just so all over the place. You can't remember a damn thing and, you know, people, families calling you out and you're trying to defend yourself and then you realize later they were right because looky here, <laughs> I I completely forgot about this or did I do that? You know, there's just, <laughs> it is a little whirlwind of a roller coaster ride. It really, truly is. And you just feel, you just, you're just losing your shit, right? So, but nobody understands because you don't even understand. You don't know where to begin to look because everything for me anyway, everything was like crashing down at the exact same time. So I had built up this failing thyroid for a long, long time. And I, I'm going to just say here that it was exacerbated with each child I birthed. Okay. So postpartum depression, part of that package deal, right? Having your adrenals and hormones, you know, your endocrine system basically all out of whack, all over the place. Yeah, the myriad of issues, it's real. It's very real in your physical vessel. Bringing in awareness to things that are not balanced or basically healed, right? A lot of your traumas and dramas and trapped emotions that you're stuffing all over your body to hide and harbor and yeah, sometimes you're protecting them, right? These will build and build and build and build. And as you keep adding more, right? We keep adding more. Things are going to start blowing up, everybody. Blowing up and blowing out. So my overall package of where I was stuffing things and belief systems, right? Programs, programming. The throat, the throat and thyroid, yeah, throat thyroid area was where I was putting a lot of stuff. I was, I look back on it and I was basically direct, it was directed there when you're continually told to be quiet, right? Be quiet. Stop talking. I don't want to hear it. It's directing your throat to shut up, to shut, close, stop it. So if you're getting a lot of that or you had a lot of that or, you know, that's in your realm right now or back in the day when you were a child, <clears throat> yeah, 
it's going to collect right there. So put the pieces together, my friends. Start putting the pieces together where you've got some issues in a chakra area. It's time to start looking. And I think it's it's kind of interesting. You're either like aware of the chakra system or you're more aware of the physical body system. At least I've I've noticed this and I was there. I was I was the person that was more um aware of the physical system, not so much aware of the chakra system. But the thyroid issue and my final awakening I mean, I've always known we're, we're energy, right? But I, and I knew about chakras. I was very aware of them. Um, but I was brought up in a time and a family dynamic where that was like poo-pooed upon because we don't look, we don't look, I, w- I was going to say outside of ourselves, but we also weren't looking in ourselves either. It was so, talk about a a polarity there where... Everything was separate. I grew up, everything was separate. Separate. So it was just either the physical body for me or, you know, and then you you know somebody that's, it's all about the energy centers. Well, it's when you learn, you got to put them together, right? Talk about, ah, the light comes on and you have this beautiful epiphany. Okay. <laughs> put everything together because we are all, we all need to be all together, right? Get get it together, people. So where was I going with this? Oh, (laughs) so you can, if you're in the um, physical, like you see everything physically, like for me, I went straight to the organ, you know, like where in my body, what I wanted the, I wanted to look at it well, maybe it was kind of analytical, but I wanted to do the research and the, you know, I wanted hardcore facts and I wanted, you know, it was, I was in that mindset when I was waking up to my thyroid health. Now I look at things energetically and physically. They're actually kind of, I've gotten to the point where I look at them together. So you can start learning about your chakra systems and, you know, where organs lie within that. If you're not familiar at all, you know, every area is governed. You know, they all kind of correlate, right? So throat chakra, thyroid, it all makes sense. It all makes sense. Um, yeah, so if you can get to the point where you are looking at issues and emotions, and and pain, and trapped, whatever it is for you, if you can go, well, if you can go energetically first, that's great. That means, well, you're working on your total, complete awareness of everything and anything. Now, you also got to put it into physical vessel perspective. So, if I am not making sense here. I apologize. I can see it in my head. <laughs> I can see. 
In my mind's eye, the picture is perfectly clear. Everybody join me. Come take a look at this. <laughs> now, trying to explain it is another thing. Hey, everybody, we're talking about communication with the throat chakra. <laughs> Uh, oh, the irony. Oh, yeah. All right. Let me get back on track. What I need to say is that I'm just going to sum this up. Health issues, any health issues, not just hypothyroid or hyperthyroid or what whatever's going on in your throat. This goes for anywhere in your body where you're feeling pain or, you know, um, a, a dis-ease, something, something in your pain body, right? Looking at it as a whole, a complete energetic and physical whole is where, you know, the awareness needs to be. It's where we all are heading, right? It's where we need to be heading, we need to be at that place in space where we look at it as a complete, holistic, well, issue or problem or something that needs closer looking at so that it can be acknowledged and healed. The days of being separate, like I was trying to express, um, <laughs> of, you know, it's either this or that, it's either body or energy, it's, you know, those days of separation are leaving. Well, they've already left. It's the physical, mental, body, ego mind that's trying to play catch up in this higher dimensional realm we're ascending to, right? So, Getting anything and everything going on with your physical vessel, and you can look in, you can be looking at it as a whole. Yeah, the healing will be faster because the complete awareness is there for you to work with. So, yeah, I will just sum that up because, you know, when I get some some visuals. <laughs> expressing it through my throat chakra um, with the right English language. I mean, see, and that's the other thing is um, light workers, energy workers. I mean, anybody, actually, I don't, I don't think I have to specifically be labeling anything like this anymore, really. But I know we're still in transition phase, so people still like to hear those um, label systems, right? Um, but anybody trying to get your higher selves, your pure source, God source visions that are coming through your third eye chakra, right? And then trying to express it in a language, not just for you personally, but for whoever you're trying to express it and communicate it with and to, there's some challenges sometimes. And so if I stumble and fumble and I am seeming incoherent or it's I keep it vague, a lot of times I'll just kind of keep things a little vague because um, there's certain personal aspects for me 
And then there's also just something I need to probably communicate for, um, for others that, you know, they'll need to perceive it in their, you know, own, own way as well. So there's going to be, and there is a little bit of, um, a language, I don't want to say barrier, barrier, no, it's not a language barrier. It's just, um, the translation of it all. That's, that's where I should go with this. It's just the translation of it all. And I think there's going to be a lot of new words constantly being invented. And a lot of us, I think, are just also going to naturally gravitate towards speaking um, with, I don't want to say code, but, you know, we're coming up to the telepathy thing, my friends. <laughs> so watch your thoughts. Oh, yeah. Okay, I could probably get off on a rail system that takes me way over there, but I need to focus on kind of my uh, throat and thyroid concept that I wanted to share with everybody. So how about I reel it in everybody and just speak a little briefly on just some core things about like the thyroid in general and maybe the throat chakra in general. And then it'll, it'll kind of mesh the two with um, my own personal healing journey, um, and how it all just kind of, uh, relates, correlates or whatever you want to call it. All right. Thyroid basics. So basic. I'm going to tell you where it is. It's in your throat. <laughs> The little butterfly-shaped gland located in your throat, uh, you know, kind of uh, mid to lower under your Adam's apple area. And um, yeah, it's part of the endocrine system. The endocrine system and your chakra system correlate. They work in synchronicity, simpatico type of a relationship there. The thyroid is, of course, making your thyroid hormones, the T3 and T4. These, you know, uh, go off and travel off into your blood system and into the tissues of your body. I want to just kind of uh, quickly interject right here that it's been recently discovered that your gut helps convert this your thyroid hormones I have been well I've been you know I've, I've mentioned before I've been passionately involved with thyroid health and the latest and greatest but it's been like in the last handful of years definitely in the past 10 that they're discovering that there's conversion going on in your gut. And so speaking from another personal issue of mine, I suffered leaky gut. Now, if you've got any kind of digestive issues, 
right? And you're having issues with absorption in general or, you know, well, it could be anything because digestive issues are are just as a myriad of things as just about anything else. But where I'm going with this is if you're having problems with digestion and things going on in your gut, the conversion that's supposedly taking place there might be having a tough go. So I had to add this into my mix of what was already kind of failing for me, going wrong. So yeah, it's it's very interesting when you learn something new and then you realize, well, I've also got this going on and this is kind of preventing this or this is slowing this down or making it damn near impossible to get this done over here because this isn't working the greatest either. So when you start putting your little puzzle together, you might discover why or another level of why there are some struggles in a certain area. Uh, so yeah, um, maybe take a look, see at your overall gut digestive area, your, your gut microbiome. Yeah. Your, your microbiome of the, of the gut digestive. This information is coming along nicely. I mean, this, this last decade, I've been noticing more microbiome books coming out. Doctors are sharing wonderful information in regards to this. And, you know, you, you could get yourself on a, on a diet. They've got diet plans and, you know, cookbooks and all kinds of stuff. Something to maybe go, go check out if that interests you. Um, you know, that, that phrase, all diseases begin in the gut. Well, I also think you can finish them off by healing your gut, <laughs> clearing them out, you know, in relation to get your gut healed and some things should follow. That's, that's a good kind of domino effect, at least, you know. I would tend to think so. Healing a leaky gut, um, you know that? That affects everything when when you really put it all in perspective because the inflammation that just kind of permeates outward throughout your body, oh, the issues and, you know, systems that are affected by that and um, you know, yeah, inflammation, it's not exactly fun, right? So anyway, I'm going to bring it back in, bringing it back into the thyroid. Um, so the thyroid hormones, let me get back to where I left off being, you know, the conversion in your gut. Um, so 
if your thyroid hormones are uh, helping your body with conversions like um, of energies, so energetic things, systems, ways, metabolism, your overall metabolism, right? And um, your cellular structure. So if you're thinking in the big picture of it all, you know, you've got your cellular structure here with your thyroid hormones, a part of the mix, you know, there's quite a few things working, hopefully, in cohesive um, a companionship. <laughs> you guys, there will be no scientific talk here because... <laughs> yeah, this is probably layman's terms for the layman's terms. <laughs> Anyways, uh, your metabolism, your energy levels. And, uh, for me, uh, the body heat issue, like trying to stay warm. Oh my gosh. The regulations or trying to regulate my body temperature, uh, was a struggle. My body, my basal body temperature was always so low I was always cold, and I think that's common for hypo. I can only speak for hypo, uh, not hyper, but I've I've noticed through lots of things being um, shared and compared that a lot of the basic core symptoms between hyper and hypo are very relatable, kind of the same. A lot of... Um, um, metabolism, um, just with hyper, it's things can speed up for you. Um, hypo, everything is like a slow and a way down. So, but a lot of the core things like, um, you know, pooping and your heart rates or muscles or, um, you know, the hair and the, you know, some of these things are kind of the same just at different spectrums or different variants of these same kinds of issues, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, so body heat, my extremities were always cold and, um, you know, the keeping of the brain fog to a minimum was also a struggle the hormones that are not getting where they need to be going because they're not converting, right? <laughs> First, there's struggle in making, then there's struggle in conversion. So yeah, I, I would go to extreme with some of these symptoms that I was feeling like getting back to the brain fog there. Um, I wasn't really having heart issues. Some people express that. The only time I was feeling like a heart, uh, I want to say palp, was whenever my thyroid meds were being adjusted. I was 
noticing this. And I was very adamant at keeping a health journal during this time of my life because I wanted to know what was going on or what was doing what when things were getting adjusted to, for example. Um, yeah, so the thyroid hormones are supposed to be helping out heart, cardiovascular, brain, your muscles, um, your organs, you know, everything's supposed to be working in cohesion, right? As a whole and in, and in symphony, but, uh, you know, if your hormones are in some situations, not just thyroid, I'm talking about anything else that's out of whack, adrenal wise, endocrine wise, without a balance there and something's off somewhere and maybe in more places than one, you know, trying to function and be human, <laughs> feeling and acting and just trying to do and be human uh, can be tough. You've just got days where you just feel like you're falling apart and you probably are falling apart. Uh, yeah, good times, not, but it was part of my, for me, it was part of the package deal I was bringing to myself for that, I want to say that initiation period, uh, most of us will go through, this was part of, if not the beginning times of, you know, some dark night stuff for me, dark night of the soul that some of us have one really big one. Some of us have a couple of them. Uh, I had a couple of them and this was one of them, one of the very earliest ones. And that's usually true for a lot of people, a health crisis, that health crisis and, um, just kind of, you know, you're just, I don't want to say you're falling apart, but you, you might be, uh, it's a physical ailment. It's a burnout somewhere or all over it. It's, it can be pretty devastating is where I wanted to go with that, which causes you to hopefully reevaluate some things, right? So if this is in perspective to part of that, uh, when we do go into initiation phases or dark night phases, it's part of that dismantling of some ego mind or some of that personality, ego personality, I want to say complex in a way. It is kind of a complex, but this needs to start getting dismantled and taken apart for transitions, shiftings to bring in and open yourself up to new awarenesses. Um, so 
this whole thyroid thing and health crisis thing and throat thing for me was a big part of that. It was one of the earlier, yeah, phases for me, I guess, is how I could just phrase phrase all of it. Me personally, my short list real quick here of blocked throat chakra and upper upper chakras in general too, uh, besides my overall thyroid condition that was going on. Um, yeah, my head, throat, thyroid, I would express any weak immune system responses, you know, up in my, my throat, my head. So common for me uh, were head colds and sinus problems, congestion, lots and lots of phlegm. Oh my God, phlegm, ear pressures, and chronic. I was chronic with the post-nasal drip and I hated it. Oh my gosh, I just hate post-nasal drip, but here I am. I'm mastering that thing. <laughs> it was just so annoying. But that was where and how I was, yeah, just I was collecting and expressing and purging was all up in the head. I mean, some people, like when their lungs are involved, the the heart chakra, things like that, you know, that's when you're getting the coughing and the, you know, that starts coming into the mix. I honestly never was really a cougher. Uh, rarely, rarely get into coughing situations unless the head and the throat issues, the, you know, congestion and sinus stuff was just so bad. It was, you know, going back down at, you know, let's, we don't need to go into details about being sick and having head colds and congestions, but you get the picture. This is what I was doing. But uh, besides all the other thyroid fun. <laughs> and on that note, let's just uh, mosey on over and discuss a little bit about the throat chakra and the energetic higher self aspect of it all. So just quickly circling back to uh, the core throat chakra basics, right? So it's your self-expression, your vocalization, communication, and sharing and being and doing all the creative and creativity and co-creation aspects of yourself. The throat chakra also is working with your sacral chakra. The two kind of uh, correlate or relate, work together in bringing you all of your desires and passions and thoughts and concepts and ideas and inventions and, you know, 
the visions that need to come to fruition for you. So just on a side note there, if you've got sacral chakra issues as well, throat and sacral, you got some blockage going on or, uh, you know, some dark spots in there, whatever is hindering you to bring forth your creativity, you know, you know, to manifest, there's going to be, I was going to say a double, it's a double whammy. It's, or two strikes against you. (laughs) Two strikes against you. There's a little bit of extra work you just need to do. And I can speak as and from the woman's perspective on this global, lovely earth that we've all been residing on. There is some work to be done in your sacral. I'm just going to leave it at that because the female, the goddess energy has been, um, well, it's been a little stifled. It's been shut down and kept, kept under a control system to keep us, you know, in a, in a certain little parameter, if you will. So, here we are, we're trying to be these, you know, goddesses here on Gaia and bring forth our creations, you know, above and beyond just uh, bringing, you know, humans to the earth, being the, the, the mothers and the, you know, child bearers. It's, it's way beyond that. It's just so way beyond that. And there's going to be a lot of work in this area I think across the board, if you're a woman, there, I think there just is, but we're not leaving the men out. Okay. Because there's work there for you as well. I just, uh, the women are just going to have a little bit extra. What's happening now is the balancing and harmonizing of the masculine and the feminine So as we take off on our new ascension path here, these two are going to come into balance. I mean, we've started heading on this road, right? But there's some work to be done, some clearing, some healing. But heading for unity consciousness is heading for harmony and balance, masculine, feminine. So, um, yeah. I don't think anybody's exempt, right? But uh, keeping me on track here, I don't want to go off on this uh, side alleyway because <laughs> I can um, Back to the throat. So, yes, your self-worth and authenticities and expressions of all of that good stuff... Expression of all that is you in your unique essence and ways about you, right? So if this has been an issue most of your life um, or as far back as you can remember, there's probably a lot of shadow work going on in your throat because 
I can only speak for myself once again. Um, as a child who was um, not, I don't want to say I wasn't allowed, but I was I was able to be creative, right, and do a certain amount of expression vocally with what I thought was my truth. Well, it was my truth because usually when you're speaking your truth at that moment, it is your truth, right? So because truths can change and evolve and they usually do. These were not widely accepted. <laughs> um, you know, they just always, I was always just going against the grain, right? With, with my parents, especially my mother. And so I was just never good enough, right? I, and I was supposed to be like so-and-so and, you know, it's just a constant, banging of the throat chakra to make sure it's in lockdown, I guess. So I had an ever-evolving, gradually growing shadow block, whatever you want to call it, uh, developing over my throat since I was a child. So it didn't stop me from being creative, right? But what it was doing to me was bringing in a ton of self-doubt. So your self-doubt builds up because you wonder if this is good enough, if I am good enough, if I'm even worthy enough to present this painting, right? So these things can just magnify, if you will, um, intensify and just, man, it, it, it kept me in a loop. It did keep me in a loop for a while until I was realizing kind of really what was going on. This is part of that inner child work that I had to drill down into. And I'm still working on, I'm still working on a lot of inner child stuff and, you know, ancestral lineage, family lineage things. But healing, healing this, it's just, it's opened me up to not be so into that mind. You get in that mind trap, right? Of self-doubt, which to me leads to self-sabotage. So if you're doubting yourself, you're not good enough. Uh, here comes the sabotage. Um, you know, it's just, boy, there's just a trickle, a trickle effect when, <laughs> when you can't freely express yourself and, and then it's not actually just so much freely expressing yourself. It's the not giving a damn when you do, because somebody somewhere, right? Somebody somewhere might like this. So you've just got to be your true authentic self. Because it's that saying, you know, if I can, if I can help one other person or if I can brighten one other person's day or maybe this painting, you know, somebody wants this painting in their <laughs> bathroom. I don't know. Um, it's that. 
that is what you're supposed to be doing because we're humans and we're here helping and learning from each other and expressing through each other and just experiencing, experiencing it all. And so when you stuff your creative and cover it up with self-doubt and then you, you know, pour self-sabotaging cement over the top to solidify everything, you're not going anywhere. You're staying right here. That's no good. That's, and that's what was causing for me the physical manifestation of hypothyroidism in general, like in an, in the nutshell, right? So yeah, um, it wasn't just a physical ailment that I was learning all about the physical vessel and, you know, what it does and that it's, you know, got its little fingers in every little piece of pie of your body, right? This, this hormone is awesome. It's amazing. Well, just like anything else in your body that's supposed to be working super great. Um, yeah, everything in your body has a purpose, right? And we're now coming into that mindset where everything in your body has a higher purpose. So yeah, encompassing all of this information, the physical vessel aspect, and my energetic, my emotional, my trauma, my blocks and shadow work and all of it together was bringing me to those moments, you know, those initiation steps for myself to get on my healing, uh, my healing wagon, my healing path, my healing trajectory, if you will. Yes, it did turn out good. So that was all just the backstory, okay? Um, coming up closer to these present days or this last decade, I'll just bring it to this last decade because the healing of my thyroid, well, it's recent when you when I put it in the big picture, the perspective of it all, it was this last decade. So I got to the point where I, well, it was a mindset. First of all, it was a mindset because through studying, research, reading, delving into things, the thyroid pill prescription is not actually supposed to be a lifelong <laughs> sentence. It's not supposed to be, you're not supposed to be plugged into this thing for the rest of your life, even though that's what is told, you know, what is repeated over and over again. I was finding a few things where I was learning that, no, it's actually supposed to get your thyroid back on track, back into balance. You're supposed to be doing other things along with, right, to get yourself functioning, get your thyroid, your endocrine, 
get yourself dusted off, pick yourself back up and get going again so that you can get off this prescription. Uh, So the concepts of while you're on this for the rest of your life, um, no, I didn't want to be on it for the rest of my life. And so I had set this mindset in motion that I'm going to get off of it. I don't want to be on it anymore because I know the body can heal itself. And I know with the right tools elsewhere, you know, prescriptions should not be really a tool if you think about it. So, yeah, working on things deeper, you know, the emotional levels and the, yeah, everything, 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 right? Right? So, I'm getting off this pill. I am getting off this prescription. I am cleaning myself up. I'm doing natural things. So where I'm going with this is that while I began weaning myself from my prescription, by the way, I am a constant experiment on myself. So (laughs) don't do what I'm doing unless you like experimenting on yourself, but I am not your doctor. Work with your doctor if you need to. This is just me, what I did, my quote unquote story. But um, yeah, so I decided I'm going to wean myself off of my prescription while incorporating natural things, you know, herbs, uh, adaptogens, diet, alterations going on, exercising going on, just, yeah, and the, and the emotional, deeper energetic healing going on. So, yeah, I, I did this for a while and I kept weaning myself and doing more. And, you know, there was this, there was this balancing thing I was doing. Meanwhile, you know, I had set my intention and my belief. I didn't need to be on this pill. I was also still working with, you know, my, the doctor that was taking my blood, you know, running my tests and all this kind of stuff. I had done a meditation one day and I can't remember. I I just can't remember what it was, but it was like this chakra meditation I was doing. And it was guided. I, I still do some guided meditations. So this one was guided and there was a point where I don't even remember what was said or what was, I felt my throat. It just went, it popped, it cracked. It actually felt like somebody took their hand and just kind of, you know, smacked my throat pretty good. Because it was a physical feeling, a sensation, a sound. It was loud. It was, you know, it was, it was real. This thing was legit. But I just kept going on with my meditation, not really thinking much of it. Well, fast forward, I started noticing some shifting going on within the days, weeks, afterwards. And it was coming up to the fact that, um, 
I had I had actually officially been off my thyroid meds for a while. I can't remember the exact time. I'd have to go look it up in my journals. But um, it had been a little bit of a time gap from when I completely finished prescriptions and then going in to get my blood samples done, my blood testing done. And this meditation was back towards those ending days of my prescription. Uh, Sorry if I'm just like (laughs) going round and round here, but um, it wasn't until I got my blood drawn and I saw the test results and I had had a pretty dang normal test saying I was in great thyroid shape, right? So I got the I got the physical numbers. I got the hardcore data. With this, I connected the dots back to this meditation and my throat popping and I mean, I had I had thought about the throat popping like in between, you know, here and there like, man, you know, that throat popping, that was weird. I wonder what that was all about. That was kind of cool. Um, but I had the dot connecting full story, the epiphany, the ahas, it all made sense. It all aligned. It all was just, yeah, that was it. I had healed my thyroid by doing a nice little potpourri of things. First was mindset. There was a belief. I was unprogramming things that should not have been there in the first place. Working at an emotional and inner child level meditating and healing and adding in um, things that are healthy, beneficial, and changing some things up. And all along, the adaptations, the adjustments, the integrations of it all culminated this beautiful, beautiful test result saying, you don't need to be on prescriptions. This is, this is my, this is me, this is mine. (laughs) So I haven't looked back since. What I do is I keep working on keeping things, you know, in the health, healthy, natural assistance for continual thyroid health, uh, throat chakra health, you know, the whole package. So yeah, that's, uh, that's my brief, hopefully understandable and, you know, able to follow that story. But uh, it it was over a year, the whole length of time, like from that mindset to the conclusion of that my last, you know, that last thyroid testing and then piecing it all together and coming back full circle, the completion of it all. Um, was a year, was definitely a full year. So because I, I, yeah, I can, I can tell by the amount of prescription that I had to refill and then I was cutting pills and then I was cutting the pills down into, you know, smaller and smaller and smaller. Uh, 
until I was on nothing. So yeah, it's, it's persistence, you know, being diligent, continuing on. I didn't second guess. I had no self-doubt. I was just doing this. I was experimenting. I was experiencing and I was living and I was taking notes and I knew, I just knew. So this was my, yeah, my everything that finally congealed for me. So it's pretty interesting. It's pretty interesting when you, when you set your mind to it, right? Get your, set your mind right, set your mind on a task or whatever it is, however they say it. Okay. I'm not, (laughs) don't quote me. Don't quote me because I can't quote the quotes right sometimes. (laughs) But anyway, yes, pretty cool. Pretty cool. So, um, yeah, take a look into your own if you're a thyroid, hypothyroid or hyper. If you've got some thyroid things going on, some self-expression, authenticity, communication things going on. Um, look at it as a whole and then start, um, well, dissecting yourself. We really got to start dissecting ourselves and not be afraid to do that. You're going to have to start looking. You really are. So, and if you, if you do have fun with it, I think that takes the maybe the stress or anxiety or the unknown. A lot of people are just so afraid of the unknown or just taking things into their own hands because we've been programmed to give our power away for so long. So, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's been pretty cool. And I, I love it. Haven't looked back. Haven't looked back and yeah, it's onward and upward. Okay, guys, thanks for hanging out with me on the whole throat and thyroid discussion. Uh, I hope I was making some sense there. It's, it's always kind of one of those things where you're trying to explain what you know, what you've experienced, along with um, trying to express it in a way that can be helpful or um, even understood, right? So <laughs> there's another one of those throat chakra um, funnies. It's a funny kind of, you know, ironic thing right here, right now. Me expressing that I hope it's all understandable in some sort of way um, while I'm expressing my experience. So, and what happened to me for me. So, um, finishing out this topic, uh, I wanted to go over maybe a few little bullet points. That's right, bullet points, everybody of some of the things I used to help assist me along my way. Some of these I still use in some form or another. Uh, Crystal Realm, essential oils, supplementation, supplements, things like that. Uh, 
Um, yeah, they, they, they're varied now. Um, I've adjusted and adapted or I've just, um, you know, I've gotten to certain health levels where I don't have to rely on certain things as heavily, but, um, yeah, I just thought I'd throw some, some fun little tidbits in here and, um, Hey, if you already know about this stuff, cool, you're probably already using some of this stuff, even cooler. So let's, um, see what I've got on my bullet points. Here we go. So physically and energetically, throat chakra issues, they kind of go together. Most people think they're separate. They're kind of not. But when you look at things energetically and you start manifesting the physical aspects, so if you're having issues with, obviously this was about the thyroid, so thyroid issues and throat issues, head and cold, you know, like where I'm going with this is sore throats and congestions and sinuses, being plugged up, being susceptible to those kinds of quote-unquote viral attacks. You kind of, I was always like expressing them through my neck and up, right? So um, <laughs> post-nasal drop, things like that, you've got of course, the mouth sores and cankers can come on for you and uh, headaches, neck ache, probable with stiffnesses, probables, probables with stiffnesses going from neck to shoulders. You know, it, it can radiate anywhere in there, even head. People can get stiffness in like their skull. You know what I mean? You just feel like when you feel tight up there in your noggin. And there's also the hearing difficulty uh, and the ear aches and things like that, or ringing in the ears, stuff that I've mentioned before, ear issues. Um, so when your throat chakra, or actually any or all of your upper chakras have some sort of blockage or um, shadow on them, shadow across them. And there's just no, you're not releasing that, right? You're hoarding this, um, trapped energy. Issues are going to show up from the neck up and wherever it is for you, you know, I would, I would definitely be looking into these things energetically. So some supplementation, is what I would require for your physical vessel while you're healing and working on and through and processing all your lovely energetic stuff. So the numero uno big kahuna in thyroid health is the iodine, super essential mineral that is mostly dominant in the seafood, right? And the ocean, ocean foods, uh, kelp, seaweeds and things like that. It doesn't have to just be fish. But if you're not into the oceany things, you know, you can find some in the eggs or 
I think I think I read somewhere you can even even yogurt has iodine in it. Um, it's probably not enough to justify eating a ton of yogurt, right? Because you got to watch out for that too. Um, well, I do personally. Yogurt and I are not buddy buddies. If it's made from dairy, I know. Thank you. Um, there's the iodized salt. Okay. Um, I would look into the salt, do your research. Not all salt is created equal, just like not all supplements are going to be created equal. So when I'm talking about supplementation here, um, I had to do a lot of homework and find what was right for me. And I suggest you do as well, because what's right for me or your neighbor is not necessarily going to be the best for you because we're remember we're looking at our entire body our vessel as a whole so if you've got some things that need help with other things right the for me it was a gut connection was definitely involved here I was looking at things as a whole package so um iodine I started out with the pill, you know, the pill form of the iodine, and I have since gone up to a higher quality nascent iodine drop tincture kind of um, way I get mine. Um, Super easy to take and do, but yes, uh, go take a looky-loo into that if it's right for you. And like I've mentioned also before, so many people are deficient in the magnesium. That's a big one. That That's another one that's just like overall encompassing body function, wellness and health and vitality and having your um, all engines firing, right? So magnesium, super important. Um, and it's also it helps the absorption of the iodine. So they kind of work together. Um, along with those guys is good old selenium. Um, and if you take it with vitamin E, that is another hand in hand relationship that helps for better absorption bioavailability. So selenium, another huge one. And you know, we're all deficient, right? So <laughs> that should be my tagline. We're all deficient because we probably are. Um, you know, we're just not getting, we're just not getting this stuff from our food source. I can speak for the American soils. They've been stripped and manipulated and just... I'm going to say it. They've been ruined. It's just the dirt has just been ruined over here. And so that brings forth plant life that is not at its full capacity either. So how can it offer you um, great, awesome, full potential benefits when it's being grown in situations and dirts and soils and Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I'm not gonna go down that path, but you get my you get my picture, my idea here. So check into a good quality selenium, um, and then of course zinc goes really 
good for overall immunity. And when your immunity is strong, guess what else is working pretty darn good? Your endocrine system. So um, as for like an adaptogen, um, I love the ashwagandha. And I actually have been trying to dig deeper into the finding of like actual hardcore evidence. And so it's kind of like a 50-50 thing as of my diggings of lately that it can either help or it's helping you or it's not helping you um, thyroid-wise. But when you really look at what it's doing for your blood levels, your blood sugar level balancing, and how it all correlates and in relation to keeping your cortisol levels, you know, kind of balanced and you put it all into perspective and it's just, I think the side effect is a healthy, healthier, more balanced thyroid and adrenals, right? Because if your cortisol levels are in a more balanced state and you're working on keeping your stress down, right? Stress and anxiety is part of the problem. So if you're working on all of this as a whole, uh, I, I don't see why it wouldn't not be helping you. But once again, ashwagandha, not for everybody. Check your, um, like your tolerance to it just because it's, you know, one of these healthy, um, adaptogen plant based type of supplementations doesn't mean it's right for you. I mean, you, you might have to go somewhere else if you have a sensitivity. So, um, dabble or look into, I don't know, you could dabble with these, right? That's how you find out your personal, your personal own prescription from nature. So can't forget the classics, vitamin C, always, always, always vitamin C, vitamin D, always, always, always vitamin D. And of course, you got to get your vitamin Bs in you. Um, it's helping utilize, you know, it's vitamin B, man. Hey, we're all deficient, right? <laughs> and if you've got gut issues, you're definitely not absorbing the bees that you think you are. So check into that, check into that, everybody. Uh, if you are not taking any kind of bees, I would suggest starting with like the s smallest, lowest milligrammed dose of a bee complex and then go from there. That way you're at least getting going on something. So, um, yeah. But also for any of these, you know, handful of supplementations, you can, if you're not working with a, a practitioner or a doctor or anybody like that, you can go and find all kinds of these little calculators and tools online now that will help you get maybe a base, base number of dosage that's right for you. Even with those, you can cut those in half if you're a little nervous 
with whatever it is you're about ready to try. If it's something super new to you, I do this, especially with new herbal type of things, nature, nature things. Yes. Um, things I'm like really introducing my body to whatever the lowest dose is on some of these things, I will start even at half of that. And then just kind of take notes, mental notes, actual notes, because, you know, I preach the journaling um, and just see how I react. Because we all have these different sensitivities. Lots of people got allergies and hypersensitivities and just things like that. If you're unfamiliar, you've never done something like this, you know, just start small and you know, wean yourself into it. Can you wean yourself into something? Yes, I think you can. So, (laughs) and then work up to the low dose. And if you're doing great and your body is accepting it well, then keep, keep on trucking. But doesn't mean you have to go hardcore just because it says two tablespoons. No, you can cut that in half. You can cut that in half again. So anyway, I just wanted to mention that as well about dosing, even though I I gave you a handful of really common supplementations that are, you know, kind of well known. There's others out there too, by the way, you'll, you'll discover a few new things while you're digging around doing your homework. But yeah, the dosing, you are uh, on your own with that or with your doctor on that one. So I can't tell you what to do with the dosing. So moving on. Along with the supplementation, we're cleaning up our diet. Yes. Adding in some beneficials, eliminating the not so beneficials. Right, right. I would also maybe add in a potential detox or cleansing. Don't shun these two activities because they're beneficial. I mean, when you really think about it, when you purge and clean and clear out your physical vessel, you're resetting, you're repairing and rejuvenating systems, organs, all kinds of things. Stuff's going to start firing on all cylinders for you um, when you start doing a a detox or a cleanse. And you can do more than one. I mean, I I wouldn't recommend back-to-back, but hey, I'm not your doctor. Um, Look into that if you're not doing something like that. Those are always, always good. Your digestive system will thank you for it. I know your liver, gallbladder, those will, those will be really, <laughs> really happy. And while you're working on your healing, taking your supplements, cleaning up your diet, maybe even doing a detox, right? How about sound healing? I appreciate this modality so much. It's so nice, so soothing, beautiful, calming. It goes to such deeper levels 
subconsciously, deep, deep cellular levels, solfeggios, tones, um, binaural beats. These, these things are now readily available um, or more easily accessible, right? Fall asleep to them if you can't, you know, seem to get them in your daytime hours. Yeah, I, I would recommend um, or suggest, I can suggest, checking these things out. They're just, they're awesome. I, I just love this kind of stuff. It's, it's good for the whole body. And you can get tones, solfeggios, and binaural beat things. People are doing these, you know, special chakra blends and or specific chakras or, you know, organs or there's just, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm just going to, I'm just going to keep saying, yeah. Take a look into that. That's a good one. That That's a good one. And I utilize it still today for all kinds of stuff. So, but I used... I used this while I was working on um, focusing in on some thyroid healing. Also, another favorite of mine, still utilize it, will never stop utilizing it, essential oils. I love me some EOs. These are great. Once again, whole body, or you can get specific these are getting more and more popular, very trendy. So you're not going to struggle finding information on this. Um, thyroid specific though, my favorite has always been the big kahuna, the king, frankincense. Love it. Use it for all kinds of things. But when I was working with my thyroid specifically, I was using this one. Also some lavender. Uh, another good one is clove, lemongrass, peppermint. I believe the citruses are good because they're mood, mood elevators. When you're elevating your mood, um, it's just whole body beneficial, right? Yeah, this is, this is stuff we know. This is stuff we know. But yeah, the EOs, awesome, awesome. I'm diffusing them all the time. I just love them. So utilize the EOs. You can get specific and, you know, you can make your own blends. You can make your own lotions, make your own potions with this stuff. Uh, it's, I'm going to say it, it's limitless. The potentials. Yes. Part of your assistance team that can help you is the crystal realm, crystals and stones, right? I love the crystal realm. It is one of my favorites, I will admit. I have always been one of those kiddos that would um, pick up rocks, really pretty ones, you know, and keep them. But I mean, I didn't, I wasn't a rock hoarder. Per se, I just, if it really spoke to me, I would collect the rock, right? Um, turquoise was always one of my favorites from way back when I can <laughs> remember as a little kid. Uh, probably because uh, it was around me, maybe. Um, but 
It's funny how as I grew older and really started learning about the handful of really good crystals and stones that I've kept with me forever and ever, their meanings, or not just their meanings, but their energetic vibe, you know, what what they're um, doing and working on and with and for me, right? Their, their healing, their energetic capacity for you, vibration, whatever you want to call it. Turquoise was one of those, and I had to giggle when I realized this throat chakra stone has been with me forever, and <laughs> what a coincidence, or is that irony? I don't know, but if you're wanting to utilize the stone and crystal realm, kind of head for the color blue. I think that's a safe bet. But like I was mentioning, the turquoise is a popular throat chakra stone. Fluorite, lapis lazuli, aquamarine, uh, you know, these um, blue kyanite, a lot of these are just wonderful, wonderful for helping healing the throat energetically, which can turn into physically for you. But yeah, go check it out. I also believe that crystals and stones call to you. So if there's something that's really coming into your awareness, check it out. Check it out because there's there's probably something there. Not necessarily a blue blue throat kind of a stone. It could be could be something else. But yeah, love love utilizing the crystal realm. Another thing you could take a look at is your meridians. Traditional Chinese medicine kind of avenue, if you will. But um, your meridians can get plugged and blocked. And if you're familiar with all this good information, fun stuff, um, take a look into that. Uh, Sometimes people... Well, you know, you sometimes you just forget about the meridian system, but it's huge. It's a huge player in our physical vessels, overall health and wellness. Uh, take a look at this and see if maybe you, you know, might need to be working on some acupressure points. I mean, for doing it yourself or at home, unless you can do acupuncture, on yourself, right? <laughs> uh, you don't have to run out and do acupuncture. Uh, you can do some acupressure points on yourself uh, at home. There's all kinds of gizmos and gadgets available now for people to do this kind of stuff for themselves a lot easier, quicker, faster, conveniently type of a thing. But some of these points, you can just use your own two hands and get to pressing. Uh, add in some magnet therapy. Put the magnets, uh, the healing magnets, on your acupuncture, acupressure points related to thyroid and throat health and let her do her thing. It's, 
it's really amazing when you open up and allow yourself to be assisted by all these healing, you know, ways and modalities and things like that. So meridians kind of connected or working relation to conjunction of all that good stuff. Kidney, liver, the gallbladder meridian is a huge player in not just your physical vessel and energetically, it's a spiritual, higher self, multidimensional meridian that we all need to be working on, cleaning up, opening up, and just, yeah, the the healing and detoxing and all that stuff, the gallbladder meridian, good stuff, good stuff. Uh, also, the spleen, small intestinal, um, meridian channels, all that fun stuff. I, I got one of those acupressure mats and... I really like it. It's the mat with the pokey prong system all over it. It looks a little bit like a torture device, but it's wonderful. It's hitting all your meridians when you're laying on it and well, it's it's hitting it's hitting some points like if you're on your back, right? So it's Something maybe you could check out if you don't have one or haven't tried one. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Uh, ease into these mats. <laughs> I mean, there's actually an instruction manual, uh, but those are good. You can do some self-meridian healing help with something like that. So just wanted to throw that in there. Wrapping up this short list of things to consider for health and healing, throat chakra, thyroid, and whole body. Once again, whole body. We cannot leave out the beautiful, wonderful, in general, all-encompassing, exercise. Got to move that body. Got to move the vessel. When the vessel's moving, the energy's flowing, and it's healing you on so many levels and layers. You don't have to go out and buy a home gym, or you don't even have to go out and get a gym membership if you don't want to. Walking. Walking, walking, walking. There's also, you know, you could do some basic things in your home, yoga. I myself am a Pilates gal, love Pilates. I like it more than yoga, maybe because it's a little bit faster moving based on the same concept in a way. But yeah, you could do something like that. It's very gentle and easing into or just a part of working out, exercising, getting the flow, moving, all that stuff. So yes, we can't leave out that for overall health, healing, and wellness. So yeah, there's everything from, yeah, the walking, taking a 
stroll and moving up to jogging. I don't, I mean, whatever you want to do there. I myself am not a runner. I'm not built for running. I don't care for running. Uh, it's also <laughs> pretty, pretty rough on the knees and the lower body, but hey, everybody's got their own thing. You do what you like doing. You do you. And I'll do me, which is more of an easy Pilates time. Or I also am really fond of weightlifting, so I like that too. Some casual cardio here and there. Um, this time of year, summertime, it's outside working, gardening. It's, you know, I'm moving my body pretty, pretty uh, extensively which I need to watch out for, right? Because then you can, you know, hurt something. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, careful at whatever you're doing, wherever you're doing it, because things, you know, especially when you're sensing um, like you're in a shifting or a transitioning, an integration period, I will notice my balance um, will be a little off. Sometimes I feel a little teetery-tottery when I'm doing some integration, which in, you know, can cause that little domino effect of a potential accident or a stumble or a, you know, <laughs> you know where I'm going with this. So be careful, be careful out there while you're integrating and, you know, energetically healing and doing that kind of work on yourself. And then you're out in the physical doing you know, it doesn't even have to be exercise. You could be just, you know, doing a regular normal chore or whatever. But when you feel in the woos come on or a little bit of a, I will actually feel a physical like pulse. And I don't even know if I can explain this, but I will feel a pulse just wave through and over my body and yeah, I have to stop what I'm doing for just a moment and make sure I'm grounded and secure <laughs> because sometimes I've done this in the past when I wasn't quite connecting those dots in my early days that when the wave was coming over me and I was still moving on with whatever it I was doing, that's when I was um, tumbling or not, I wasn't, I was not having an all out tumble. Okay. I should probably, you know, but you just kind of, whoa, whoa, you know, you do that kind of thing. And for a brief second there, you know, you're, you feel like you're stepping off of a really wavy boat onto planet earth. Right. So <laughs> that's where you just got to be like, wait a minute. So pay attention to those too. I guess, you know, that's, if it's happening to me, it's probably happening to a quite a few others. So yes, while we are healing, working, integrating, bringing in new, further advancing our multidimensional selves physically and spiritually, the, um, yeah, the overall, what it's doing to you or, you know, where it's affecting you, yeah, pay pay attention. Just have an awareness, I guess I guess is what I want to say there. Just have your an awareness that the wooziness might be a big old influx of beautiful energies and frequencies for you. 
Just don't be operating heavy machinery while you're woozing all over. <laughs> of course, that's usually when it happens. So just, yeah, be aware, I guess. Anyway, exercise, everybody. <laughs> exercise. Move your vessel. Move your vessel. How about I just kind of wrap this up at this point after, uh, it's probably a good hour, right? Probably a good hour plus. I I really was trying to like not be yapping on here for over an hour. I really, <laughs> but there's just too much to talk about. And here I'm, I'm trying to sum this up. So um, I'm going to just wrap this up, though, because it is getting pretty long-winded. And, and you've got homework to do. You've got you've to get going, right? Um, and speaking for homework for healing, how about maybe I just recommend this, journaling. Journal, a journal, a journal. Writey down, writey down, writey down. Just keep notes. If you're not a journaler, boy, I would suggest you become one. Um, don't beat yourself up over journaling. Just getting started for some people is like pulling teeth, but you can, you know, just like any habit, right? There's all these 21 day habits, 28 day challenges, 30 day, 60, 90. You can set yourself up with your own personal challenges and if you're not journaling, you could do this for yourself. But it's really, you know, going to help you find and um, be able to have like more of an awareness of some things with yourself. So journaling should be just you freely writing with no judgment. Don't be beating yourself up in the journaling. Just, you can start with like, you know, the bullet notes or whatever it is that you need to do. But yeah, it's a form of expression. So like if you're, if you're <laughs> anti-journaling, wow, is that like a throat chakra thing? <laughs> you don't even want to express to yourself your own self-expression and deeper thoughts. And I mean, think about that one. That's one of those, hmm, interesting. But anyway, so yeah, journal or just bullet point something or your thought for the day or whatever. Um, pretty soon you'll be writing pages, uh, which could lead you into the automatic writing, which is always fun to do. Just you and your higher self and your guidance, you're just writing away and it's, you know, you can work up to that. Um, or you can just start automatically writing and then, you know, work up to journaling, however you approach it for you. Cause you know, there's no, there is no wrong way to do this. But there is a right way, and that right way is to just get started and do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, maybe that could be some homework for you besides all your other fun research. Um, and uh, I would also throw in here 
maybe some decluttering, right? Like if you live in some clutter, you could do that. If you need an actual physical, like a physical, tangible uh, thing that you can see progress on, right? Like I need validation that this is where I'm going or this is what I've done. Declutter a room, organize something. That can be pretty friggin' therapeutic in itself, right? And, uh, of course, if you're doing that, maybe you're also working on... That could be your creative outlet, actually, now that I think about it. You know, you could be working on bringing in a new creative expression for yourself. Maybe it's actually becoming a closet organizer. (laughs) That can be a thing. I mean, I look at my closets and go, man, I need an organizer. But I just... You know, I just throw a lot of stuff in drawers, so I don't have a lot of hanging things. But we're not going to talk about my closet space on this episode. Um, Besides your food, right, your food. Oh, yeah, and uh, look into the seeds and nuts of the food spectrum of food nutrition. Seeds and nuts are great. Um, I know that there's this... um, you can eat Brazil nuts, right? A couple of Brazil nuts a, a day. But <laughs> not everybody likes Brazil nuts or can even tolerate them. But, um, yeah, you could check into that for a food source. Um, getting off of and cleaning yourself up from, like, sugars. Okay, that's probably not a good one to be continually consuming. And for me, because of the gut connection, I had to get myself cleaned up and off of gluten. So there's that possibility as well. Um, You know, I had to to cut my coffee down. I just drink one customized um, bulletproof kind of a coffee every morning. I just have one. I, I went from three pots to down to one really intense, dense mug of joe that to me it's my morning breakfast so um there's that and and then switching to tea to more healthy beneficial teas and these teas aren't just for thyroid because you know it's all over so yeah look into the diet not just for bringing things in but taking things out and baby steps baby 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 steps if this is like new transitioning things for you Uh, I am not an advocate of cold turkey unless it is absolutely needed. Because I think a lot of things, you have to break cycles, readjust, and recalibrate yourself. And there's nothing wrong with weaning yourself off of stuff. So I do that with a lot of things. But sometimes you just get like, you think you're halfway there, but all of a sudden you just don't care for it anymore and your body will just instantly at some point while you're weaning it might just say we're done and there's your cold turkey after that you know there's (laughs) there's levels to cold turkey right so yeah give yourself some time be patient with yourself and um you but you got to be diligent and you've got to be consistent with things Keep that journal and have an awareness. And I don't know what else to tell you, but 
it's all going to get better. And it's not just, once again, it's not just thyroid. It's your whole endocrine system. And which, of course, is in relation to your entire physical vessel. Energetically, physically. It's, it's all good. It is all good. So on this note, I am going to say bye-bye, everybody. Happy healing. And um, I hope everybody's doing well, fabulous. Keep up the good work. Be loving to yourself. Self-love. Take care. Have a wonderful, fabulous, fantastic, awesome, stellar day. Bye-bye, y'all.